everybody. Welcome to Revolver Town Podcast. I'm Chuck Tate. That's Andy King. How you doing, mate? You know, I'm, I'm doing probably better than you. You have worked your tail off setting up this makeshift podcast studio. I just got to say, you are the roadcaster master. I want you to know that. So I thought I would jump and kind of get things yeah. set up, but yeah. I did not take into account the camera angles, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. something you yeah. always set up all these different cameras, yeah. And um, man, thanks for all you do. I mean, you know, I know it was a lot of work. Oh, here, we, here, here, here we are, here we are. So if you're watching on YouTube, you will see we're in a bit of a different space. Uh, I walked into the building this morning, and Chuck was like, "Hey, uh, let's go in this room." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, well, you know, we did Mission Peoria here yeah. every night. Yeah. And um, and it really worked out good, but we had a different setup, yeah. Because you brought some of your your stuff from Dream Center, yeah. And then I tried to use some stuff that I just found in a closet. <laughs> like, not really, <laughs> not really. But um, but yeah, like you know, we got the flame going. Oh, I know, I know. You know, it's, got, it's it's a bit of a vibe some, in some here. Coffee. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, reminds me of, of Jesus Revolution when um, Lonnie Frisby. Says to Kelsey Grammer, you know, which is Jonathan Rumi, um, this house has a great vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Which that now is on Netflix. Yes. Is that crazy? You know what? It's really amazing to see how faith-based content is shooting up. Even The Chosen now is on a cable network, and it's on Netflix. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. In fact, I don't know if you know this, but the week it released on Amazon Prime, it was the top third most watched television series. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah, it's just taking over. Blowing up. I Man. saw they're also going to be doing, um, uh, they're going to be doing like um, gospel books. Have you seen that? Like The Chosen. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. so that looked, that looked pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, we, could, we need to get Dallas back out here. Yeah, yeah, it'd be yeah, good. We yeah. could get a few of the actors on. Be good to get Jesus on. Yeah, yeah. You know, you we'd know, have to we'll behave have to, that week. We'll have though. to pray to Jesus and say if he gets Jesus, <laughs> the actor who plays Jesus. Yeah, Jesus, can you Jonathan get us Rumi. Jesus? I know. I got to stop praying to Jonathan Rumi. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take hey, me serious. Hey, did you see? Um, so Matt Marr, you, you, you're familiar with Matt Marr, yep. the, the Christian singer. Oh, I, I know where you're going. So he is at some big event in Europe, and Jonathan, Ro- is it Romy? Rumi. Rumi, yep. who plays Jesus in The Chosen, I did not know is a killer drummer. I didn't realize that either. And he actually played for Matt Maher in this huge event. <laughs> yes. Like a stadium event right. type thing. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was, that was pretty cool. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so. so- what, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I saw your son playing in a, in a festival or something too, man. He's terrible. Clay, yeah. yeah Clay man. was uh, playing for a... Now, what was Guitar. weird about that, okay, was he played at a festival in San Diego um, on the beach there in San Diego, and it was with some huge secular headliners, and he's playing for uh, this guy out there. And um, what was weird was Switchfoot were doing stories from the crowd at that festival. I'm not saying they were filming Clay, yeah. but they were participants at this festival where wow. Clay was playing at, which I thought was pretty crazy as That's well, because really they, cool. they live in San Diego and uh, uh, Switchfoot do. So I thought that was pretty cool, but yeah, he's doing that. And here's another thing. 
uh, Clay is going to be um, going out with Mosaic Music uh, to a youth camp. Have I told you about this? You did, yeah. But go yeah, ahead. so so he's going out to a youth camp. Sorry, you look like a like a deer in the headlights <laughs> at me, like. Um, <laughs> But he's going out, and so here's here's the crazy thing. He texts me, he goes, hey, Dad, he's like, um, what's Ketrick's last name? Remember Ketrick, right. we had, who I work with down in Nashville at Cross yep. Point yep. and uh, the Dream Center down there. He's like, what's Ketrick's last name? I said, there's not many Ketricks out there. <laughs> and he's like, he's speaking at this camp that I'm with Mosaic with. And, uh, and so I text Ketrick, right? And Ketrick's like... Oh, this is going to be amazing to see Clay. Does he know that Lecrae is also going to be there wow, that week? Wow, get with out, us? man! So that's going to be pretty cool. That's going to be yeah. That's going to be way cool. I, I wonder if Ketrick's favorite game growing up was Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool, though, man. Yeah, uh, great to see how God is using both your boys out in California. Now uh, we've had a bit of an exciting summer. It's been it's been good, and in fact, we thought we it's Labor Day, yeah. the day this was the release. Yeah, so we thought we would do an episode where we just talk about um, some of our our favorite episodes, and then we have to you have to do not sign off because you got to hear about our soccer experience in Chicago <laughs> as well. <laughs> but it's been a great summer. It has, and and you know we did things a little bit different this year. Last year, if you remember, we took a few weeks where we just did recaps and things like that. Yeah. And, and not saying we won't do that. I mean, it is hard to com- always get fresh content every week. Every Monday. Yeah. yeah. Every Monday since 2020. Yeah. So, so we try to uh, keep it fresh and uh, fun. Uh, we've had some great feedback from people. I know you sent uh, a few reviews from people and things that had sent messages to us. Uh, just about us lightening up their Monday if they were listening on a Monday or a Tuesday. and right. um, So keep them coming in on Facebook or on Instagram, uh, just ways that you can communicate with us um, and letting us know about people that you may want on the podcast. Yeah, that, that would be great. In fact, I had somebody yesterday that reached out and said, hey, I, I think this person would be great, so we're going to check into that. And I know others have suggested some people, and so, sometimes it's – we play the long game and we just go back and forth yeah. until we nail them down. But it's been it's been good. And what I like is that we um, the person the guests that we have on each week. Some of them have very large platforms. Some of them don't have a platform, but they all have a story. Yeah, that's worth sharing. Or there are they are impacting the kingdom in some capacity. That's that's worth sharing. And yeah. that's really what Revival Town is all about. Revival Town. Yeah. So shining a light on what God's doing Man. through movements or through people. And so uh, so let's let's have a, a dig back uh, to this year, especially the summer months. Yeah. Uh, what, what were some of your your highlights, uh, Chuck? Well, I think I loved doing the Mission Peoria podcast every night. So we did five nights, five consecutive episodes that was i think one of the highlights of my summer not just speaking at mission peoria and seeing the kids worship and respond and you know the holy spirit moved it was really cool to sit 
in here afterwards and reflect and talk yeah. and celebrate. Yeah. And, you know, you had your, your cousin on. Yeah, Nate yeah. was yeah. on with Vicky. Yes, that was um, fantastic. Sorry, Vicky is my cousin, not Nate. But you know <laughs> what I mean? They're a package duo and it's they're an amazing couple. And big shout out. Uh, he, he didn't get on the podcast and he, he made me know about it. But Judah, their son... Uh, and Phoebe, also their daughter, had flown in with them um, to do Mission Peoria. And obviously they're on vacation now, but wanted to be a- around Mission Peoria. And uh, That's special. so it was great having them on and, and, and really just um, hearing a perspective from overseas of the podcast. They listen to the podcast all the time. Um, and then also being a part of Mission Peoria and around the right. Dream Center and Rock Church. They and- knew all things Revival Town Podcast. Oh, I was impressed yeah. with that. So yeah. so shout out to Judah and Phoebe. Yeah. You guys rock. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that week we had um, a couple of the gals on. Yeah. Uh, that was cool. Liv and her new- friend from Kansas. They, yeah. 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 And- Who they met at Mission Peoria. Yeah. By the way, I'm representing today. Oh, you know what? Yeah, you I know? guess I better put a close up on the camera so everyone can see your shirt. There we go. Look at hey. look at him, eh? eh, 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 eh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but no, we had uh, we had those gals on, and the great thing about that was, like you said, they had never met anyone before, each other before, yeah. and yet within minutes of being at Mission Peoria, they connected, and yeah. you would have thought they They're, had been friends forever, right? They they acted like best friends, and you know, so and of course they had to. Come on to share who you're, you're looking like is <laughs> between, D- between Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito, and Nathan from Ted Lasso. Yeah, but you know what my favorite part about the Ted Lasso story is what? the fact that Ethan had already him and his wife had already said the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh that, man, that is a, you know I was on a, I did a I had some opportunities to do, to, to, to preach. Um, overseas and some stuff and I was um, interviewed like two weeks ago and um, they told me I looked like Richard Gere <laughs> what <laughs> never heard that in my uh, life I'm like now um, you you have been doing some like zoom TV thing do you want to tell us a bit about your uh, <laughs> what happened this week as you were about to go on oh my goodness so well first of all right when I joined the zoom yeah, and I, I mean, let me back out, back up, <laughs> let me back out. I'm out. <laughs> I felt like backing out the other day. So, <laughs> um, there are about five different networks, global networks that are they're all overseas. So there's not a lot of traction here in the U.S. because they're targeted in like hard to reach countries like Pakistan, Afghanistan, Iraq. Um, a few weeks ago, I preached in. Um, Central America, South America, via Zoom with an interpreter. Yeah, and um, that was that was a new experience, somewhat challenging for me, but um, but great response and feedback. Yeah, and, I, I and hate be I hate I hated being your interpreter. <laughs> <laughs> he said, <laughs> "What he meant was, <laughs> you know what? Just disregard what he's saying. Listen to me. Um, no, but so I had the opportunity to." This segment, usually I get interviewed for a couple minutes and then I preach for about 18 minutes and everything's all, you know, 
there's a time limit. It's usually live. Sometimes it's pre-recorded. Most of the time it's live. And, and there's a, like a, a call center with, a, you know, 100 phone lines that are lit up, people calling and giving their lives to Christ and getting prayer. And it's been really a, um, a really cool opportunity for some of these networks, you know, to be on some of these things. And uh, a couple of days ago, I was here and I set up and I used our equipment. Yeah. And I had this mic stand connected to a pulpit that um that had did, three legs it only has three <laughs> legs and it did not support the mic and right when i logged in it tipped over and fell into me i'm like oh excuse me now it wasn't live yet we were just yeah. getting set up but still yeah. it was awkward but what made it really challenging as if you're a regular listener you know i struggle with with hearing and um i had my headphones on but there was so this was live in pakistan but it was also going out to 182 nations. I was being interviewed by um, the owner of this network, and I think it's called um, King TV. And it was the owner's wife. Yeah. And so she had a very thick Pakistani accent. So that accent, my hearing, bad connection, because I don't know if it was on her end or, or my end, but also her, whatever she was using for a microphone was very low. So I had it cranked as loud as I could get it on my headphones. And I had to get my, I had to get my phone out and adjust my hearing aids and crank those. I still struggled to hear. And because of the connection, sometimes I would only hear every like third word. This is an interview, Andy. So I'm like, uh, I like soccer. No, I'm kidding. Um, but so I tried my best, and I knew after this interview I was going to have ten minutes to preach. So here's what happened. Basically, she just finally. I just said, you know what? I'm struggling here. Yeah, there's like definitely there's obviously a connection issue. I'm so sorry. Um, but she finally, like, finally just goes, "Okay, brother, go ahead and preach the word." <laughs> so then. I started preaching, and she disappeared, and there was just a little white dot on the screen. So I didn't even know if it was still recording. So I'm like, I might be preaching to myself. I preached for like <laughs> 10 minutes. I closed in prayer. Usually the host hey, always hey, comes no, back. Nothing's new that. I know. Right. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, joking. Well, uh, usually the host comes back. Yeah. She yeah. didn't. There was So when I, when I got done preaching, I just was looking at the screen thinking, I didn't even think it recorded, but I still just... And then finally it logged off. Well, um, there is a ministry that's that's based in Ohio, and they oversee all these networks, and I'm, I belong to that. And, I'm, and they're the ones that have, you know, you know, asked me to be on these different things. So she had texted me the link of, of the YouTube page, even though it was broadcast live on broadcast stations yeah. and all those nations. There was a – so I pulled up the link and, and watched, and it's so funny. You see me at the end – finish and then i'm just sitting there on camera for like like two minutes wondering <laughs> if it's even on <laughs> so anyway oh, we made it i'm praying some people got saved though oh man mate. So, oh, yeah that's good that's good so so that was a, a bit and the reason we were getting around to this one of the reasons why you got there as well was in ted lasso the nathan guy who the girl said i look like right is indian 
<laughs> so we're like, where did that come from? You know? Right, right, uh, yeah. But oh man, but that that week was really good with Mission Peoria. We had we also had John Vanion, one of the youth pastors, uh, and he's the chairman of the Dream Center board as well. And so his perspective was really good. Been at every Mission Peoria since it started, and I think my highlight of the week um, was having Joy on. Uh, uh, for yeah. the podcast, you know, yes. because uh, I talk a lot about the boys because they're in LA and they're doing this, that, and the other. But yet, Joy, we have a blast at home. Uh, she's always trying to scare me, jump out at me, like type stuff. Um, she makes the you kill- guys are close. Yeah, we, she makes the best iced coffees. Like, and I'll look at her and I'm like, "You're going to make me one, right?" And she's like, "Yeah, okay." So, <laughs> so you know, uh, it was great having her on. And to be honest, um. Seeing her do something different um, at Mission Peoria, she wasn't a, a student like living at the Dream Center or anything, but she was like full on doing all the social media, all the stories uh, that were really good. The way she did it, um, she did a great job. So that was cool having yes. her on, you know. So I, I thought it was great having her on, especially because it's her voice. In the outro of every episode. Yeah. So it was really... And since the episode of us of coming on, she's like, Dad, I really need to redo that. (laughs) So it may change soon. Time for an update, (laughs) right? But yeah, it was special to to have her here and see her running around and and, and filming, but also worshiping and being used, using her gifts, her talents, and her abilities. You did good with her, mate. Yeah, that was was, uh, great having her involved in a different capacity, you know, so... So that was good. So Mission Peoria, I mean, you rocked it, mate. Oh, speaking you. every night, Ooh. and uh, and then also, thank you for letting us be here at Rock Church. Oh, it's um, special. We're it, honored yeah. to host. Um, it, I think that Mission Peoria and the students ministered to me more than I ministered to them. It was just yeah special. Yeah, it was. I I sent a picture to um, the boys who are in LA, and it was or it was a video, I think. And it was just you in the middle of all the kids jumping up and down in worship. <laughs> and I, I just, t- it was a picture because I said, Chuck Tate living his best life. <laughs> oh, man. I loved it. Oh, it was good. I really, it, it was a really good week. I really, yeah. It, yeah. it was. So, yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, letting us host. Yeah. Um, that was, yeah, probably my favorite episode of the summer was probably all five of those combined. That was just yeah. great. But there was also, we, you know, we had some good ones. We laughed a lot with Dave. Oh, and, yeah. Let's let's look at, well, look, let's talk about some of those. Um, you mentioned Dave. I mean, that was just a few weeks back. But one of the funniest uh, episodes we've done, uh, in fact, the top two funniest for me has been when he has been on. Yeah. Just because he's so, like, the, the chemistry between the three of us was great. Yeah. And uh, and Dave's a very funny guy. And you um, guys have history. You're connected, you know. I mean, you guys have been... Uh, we were in friends. each other's weddings. Yeah. yeah. So, well, yeah. Best mates forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you sound alike. You, you look alike. People get you guys confused. <laughs> yeah. Right? And you guys yeah. ganged up on me. I mean, you yeah. know, hey, we're I'm good. a good sport. Yeah, it was good. It was good. So, I, I, think, I think the one with Dave was really special. I think that... Um, also, what he did, right? Going right. up Kilimanjaro and raising so many uh, families to sponsor kids, and the Ka-ka, way they, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the way they did it uh, as well, where the kids picked the families who were going to sponsor. That, that 
impacted me. That yeah. was special. That was that was definitely heartwarming. That yeah. that whole deal. Yeah, that was that was a good good not only episode but good what he did and uh, so that was a good one. I think one of your favorites was when we had Esther on. Right, obviously for for for. Um, specific reasons too but um what i love about esther she's such an encourager and builds people up and she really does want to help authors and she wants to pull books out of them and and um she's just great great at doing that but you know what there was a lot of information that she shared for aspiring authors and writers so if you are maybe you missed it if you love to write and you're a blogger or you have you know dream of publishing a book you want to you know your aspiring author i mean it's a must listen because she shares what they look what publishers look for she knows her stuff she's produced more than 80 new york times bestsellers and uh yeah that was that was right up there with my my favorite episodes honestly one of my favorite episodes that we've done since we started so let's let's pause there a little bit because i know you have been on a journey, journey, uh, <laughs> with us over the years, right? You write this book called Forty One Will Come," and uh, and brilliant book. Um, even in at Mission Peoria, one of the nights you you spoke about the whole topic of forty one, right? Right. Um, I think because you ran out of material. I but, did. I did. Uh, <laughs> I go to like oh man I got one more night five nights jeez but no but so that was your first book that did very well Esther was behind that Uh, Mark Batterson was behind the the whole competition that you won right way back to get that and now you've got a pitch for another book right and you've done that Uh, do you want to just give us a little bit of an update on that Uh, sure so after that episode, yeah. I finished my proposal, and Esther, she talked about what publishers look for in a book proposal. She pitched it to a publisher, and I can't say which publisher yet, but she pitched it to a publisher. That publisher reached out. I did some revisions. I added some stuff to the proposal, and they really helped me hone in on the hook point yeah. of the book. Yeah, I did that. Then she took it, and by that, the publisher, um, and she pitched it to, the. it's called a pub board, publisher board, and they... Oh, it's not a board within a pub. It's not a board within a pub. Yeah, so they met at Fox Pub, uh, you know. <laughs> and after a few drinks, they were like, yeah, like, yeah this You know be what? Right. Hey, this 41 guy, it's my favorite number. <laughs> you know, uh... Come on, 41 rounds, let's go. Oh, man, sorry. Uh, Where's that Brit guy? <laughs> oh, you know the one that looks like Ted Lasso. I mean, I mean the Indian guy on Ted Lasso. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> wait, is that Sammy Hagar? He's the 41 guy. I thought he was. <laughs> no, so um, it was pitched at this at this pub board and they said yes so um it's it's not official as i have not signed the contract yet right right. but um, we are heading that way and if all goes well there potentially the book will be released in november 24 and it'll be as big as rick warren's book (laughs) and and you can retire and buy me a house well hey if it's as big as purpose-driven life i will do that (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, that's one of the best-selling nonfiction books of all time. I don't know no, if you knew that. I know. And do you know he only lives on 10%? Yes. Gives 90% away. Yep. And, and after... Um, it blew up the first time, you know, obviously yeah. royalty checks, I don't, they probably come a couple times a year. I don't know, but he gave all the money back that he made at Saddleback as a pastor, as a pastor, his wages, his, his wages, his, his, his annual salary up to that point, he added it up and he gave it all back. back to church. And then he lives on 10%. Yeah. And then the, the accountability, you know, you, you hear a lot about stuff within the church right i mean just you know we've, we've talked a lot about the whole hillsong stuff and things like that and, and 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 that's not to down the church hillsong but leadership right the leadership was was going a little weird uh wayward not weird <laughs> <laughs> but rick warren did not want to be in that list from day one, he's like, I know money's going to come, and I'm going to, I'm going to give as much back so no one can come after me for what I did with my money. And right. I thought that was brilliant. And that's the yeah. way he led Saddleback, right? That's why right, Saddleback right. grew, is because of his integrity yeah, and character. Yeah, yeah. I, I love him. I had a chance to meet him. Oh, look uh, at years you. ago, and I don't know if I've mentioned this to you before, but he read Forty One Will Come. Really. But he reads a book a day. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, like, next. So, so. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, but I, I had an opportunity, to, uh, my wife and I, and um, some people from our team. Yeah. Um, Chris Pappas was with us, and, and a couple others that they, they took us out to Saddleback, and they knew a pastor on staff. So it was great that we got in line, got to meet him. But, but that staff pastor took up my book and said, he, um, he will read this. Um, He'll probably, he might preach it, yeah. but you won't get any credit for it. Because he reads a book a day. He just, yeah. you know, but yeah. anyway, uh, I don't, I, I'm, so that was, yeah, it was cool. But yeah, yeah. I, I like him. I like him. And so the, the, the title of my book is Vision Driven Life. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic. Oh, so anyway, man. how about you? What was, um, I haven't written a book. <laughs> Uh, you, you know, Purpose Driven Life is one of the first books that I preached as a as a young pastor. Really? really not, was. not the Bible? Yes. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, boy. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I mean, there was a few great episodes for me um, on Revival Town this, this summer. I... Uh, loved having Brandy Wilson back yeah, on, obviously yep. with the relationship there with her and um, being at Crosspoint when she was uh, uh, the pastor there with her husband at that time and and then seeing how she went through the divorce and separation divorce and going through um, not... What I liked about Brandy is she could have slung mud, Right at what, what what happened. Right. Um, she didn't. I think the book does go into it a little bit more in depth, but um, we had her on a few years back early in where she had just got divorced and, you know, we were, we were scared to even ask some questions, right, just because right. we didn't want to... Um, and just so everybody knows, her, her husband ended their, their marriage. Yeah. And she was blindsided. And her book is called Better Than Okay. Yeah. And you need to go 
read it. But yes, I didn't yeah, hear it. And, and not only was he like, um, you know, this guy that had this church, I mean, it was one of the fastest growing churches in the country at the time. Um, you know, when I was there, I think it was around 9,000, 10,000 people, um, eight campuses. They had three dream centers, that, which is why I was down there uh, helping them set up. And, um, and then overnight, literally, he called the staff in on a Saturday night and said, I'm done. I'll announce it tomorrow. I need, I need to take time to uh, heal. Never said why. <laughs> Right, he just said, "I need. I'm not okay. I'm not okay, and I need to." And it came out later that uh, he had been messing around, and she said quite a few times uh, he'd been messing around. So, uh, so her story was definitely um, tough, right, over the years. Hard. But she's written this book about how you can still make it through, right? Because she has. She's better than okay. Yeah. And the book shares how you can be better than okay. So th- that was a great episode. So if you have, if you missed that one, you need to go check it out. But you know what one of my favorites was? What's that? Last week's. You know With what? Roger. Yeah. You know, that was good. Um, Roger, um, just the story, the, the, the story of him. He was meant to be on a plane. He was a um, Coast Guard, right? Yep. And he was meant to be on a plane. And last minute, a guy said, "Hey, I'll, I'll let me let me go instead of you. You can come on another flight." They take off, and it crashes. And obviously, Roger is left to tell the story. The guy who took his place was killed. Right. Man, what? Yes. What a story. Right. And, and he was a believer. And the one thing that Roger shares is that the Coast Guard, their their tagline is. Semper Paratus, which means always ready. Yeah. Right? His friend was ready for eternity. Roger wasn't. Now Roger is. Great episode. Let's do it. And, and, you know, that leads into what a uh, crazy soccer fan, football fan, Roger is. Yes. And and so a couple of things we'll, we'll, we'll delve into, but I've been, uh, I set up this, it's called Fantasy Premier League Soccer, right? Which is right. where, if you're in America, you're familiar with the football fantasy where you pick players from the NFL and, and you have leagues and things like that. They have an, a, a soccer football right. version um, for the English Premier League. So I, me and my friend and a few others have played it over the years, Mark, who, who you know. Um, but this year I said to Mark, why don't we see if we can get some people? Well... We've got over 30 people on the league. <laughs> and listen to this. So these are some of the people we've got on the league. Obviously, there's me and Mark and Dave Jane's on it. Uh, Roger is on it, right? And his boys, probably. And then all his boys, which is like five or six. Uh, and then we've got Leland is on it. So, you know, the guy who, who bought Waymaker, Waymaker to America. Yeah. Soccer maker. <laughs> So Leland's on it. We've got Carlos Whitaker is playing. Man. We've got uh, Stu Smith, the drummer who was with Delirious, playing. So uh, Mike Smith, who was Leland's drummer for many years. So I mean, it's 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 really fun. So we're Everybody. right at the beginning of it, and uh, it's so cool. But in through all of this and becoming good friends with Roger and and talking to you, you came to the Fox Pub 
to watch a game a few months back and you liked it to the point where I took you to the soccer game. You took me to a game. It was my first game. Yeah. I have never experienced it. And the reason was I had already um, answered a request by my sister because her daughter, my niece, Jadalyn is a huge Massive. Dortmund. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. Yep. And she takes German in school. She wants to go to Germany. I mean, she is all about Dortmund. And uh, my brother-in-law, Eddie, her dad is a huge soccer guy. He's a Liverpool fan. My sister's like, hey, we're going to be on vacation. Um, so, you know, Eddie, he can't take off work. And Jadalyn, this is her chance to see Dortmund in America. Yeah. You know, would you be willing to take her if I get your tickets? And I'm like, yes. I said, but I got to be able to bring my mate. Hey. And the only so, problem was they were playing Chelsea. Yeah, boo. Oh, man. So, but so, yeah, 48,000 yeah. 48, people there. 48,000. So On was, a yeah. Wednesday night. Right. Soldier Field. Incredible. Uh, great experience. It was so fun. Um, the gal that My sat, son was with us as well, Ashton. Yeah, Ashton came, and um, the gal that came and sat next to me ran or was part of helping run a homeless shelter in Chicago. So yes. that was pretty cool. She was talking about what she did and everything else. And then she offered me a drink. I'm like, nah, I'm not into <laughs> yeah. that. But, but you know, it was like her and her, her husband were there for the game. Right. And uh, huge soccer fans. It was a great experience. It was great. It was fun. Yeah, and and what, a, what a great day, a long day. I mean, we, we, um, we ended up... Um, well, eating at Cane's because Ashton yeah. loves Cane's, and we yeah. ate ate at Cane's. But I, crazy, I had a gas card. Remember this? Oh yeah, yeah. I had a gas card. Somebody gave me a fifty dollar gift card for a gas station. I'm not going to tell you which one. We went to get gas there, and the lady is like, "Oh, it, you can't get gas with it." I'm like, "It's a gas card. It's a <laughs> gift card for gas." She's like, "Oh yeah, our, it doesn't work with our with our our oh, machines." No. She goes, "But you can get." And she thought, like, she was, like, really excited about it. Like, she would do this. She's like, oh, but you can get alcohol and cigarettes on it. I'm like, no, thank you. Ashton, get some snacks. <laughs> so, well, so he bought snacks. Well, one of the funniest things, I don't know if you'll remember this. I was like, hey, uh, Chuck, we were driving up there, and you, I was like, Cody Carnes has bought out a new album. And let's listen to it. So we are listening to his new live album. This is Kerry Job's husband, who is phenomenal. And there's a song on there called Plead the Blood. Do you remember this? So we've got it cranked, singing Plead the Blood. And then all of a sudden, the car in front of us stops. And you are like pulling into the lay-by, the, the side bit. We nearly we nearly hit them, but you, you know, missed it. And then we get back on the road and then it's, we plead the, the blood. <laughs> Come on, everybody! It's me the blood. Chicago traffic, man. Oh, man. I mean, we we almost slammed yeah. them. Oh yeah. I had to swerve into into that emergency lane. Yeah. And um, without that lane, we would hit. I yeah. I couldn't yeah. stop. Yeah. It was. I don't know what happened, but yeah, we pleaded the blood the rest oh. of the day. Oh man. Uh, but what a what a great night, fun time, and it was it was cool seeing. Um, Jadalyn just light up, and yeah. Ashton had a blast. It was his first experience. It was just, yeah. a, it was a great day. We hit Wally's on the way back. Yeah, we did. That was that was yeah. the biggest. I think the biggest gas station I've been, what 120 pumps. Yeah, crazy. Only in America do you do yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, and what's crazy. really weird is they took the gas card. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Chuck, um, it has been a great summer, and we're hoping everyone's having a great Labor Day, Labor Day week. 
Um, but uh, we'll be back next week with a, right. another great episode. But uh, we just thought we'd take this time just to have a, a bit of fun looking back. And thank we you. want to thank you for listening to Revival Town Podcast. Chuck, do you want to tell them how they can follow us? Absolutely. Go to RevivalTownPodcast.com. And then it's Revival Town Podcast on Instagram, on Threads, and on... Um, Is it Twitter still? It's X now. It's called X. Oh, it's I'm Revival X. Town Pod on X. But you know what? We don't really use it. We don't really yeah, use we, X. Yeah, so, yeah, you know? yeah. But uh, r- really... But we should now that Elon's Facebook, uh, looking yeah. after it. Right, yeah, X marks the spot. <laughs> so, uh, But Facebook and Instagram is where you can find most of our content. But um, anyway, you can also get merch. Just yeah. click on, go to RevivalTownPodcast.com, click on merch, and tag yourself, and we might um, send you something. Yeah, and, and make sure you're telling others about uh, Revival Town as well. We've got some great people lined up coming up the next few months uh, leading up to Christmas. Can you believe leading up to Christmas? Uh, That's man. crazy. Right, right. Well, yeah. what do you think? Should I Should I pray? Whoa! You know, yeah. Why don't we pray and and uh, let's let's do this? Go for it. Yeah. All right, Father. We thank you so much for everybody listening today. Those that are watching, I don't know where they're at, what they're doing, what's going on, but I know that you are bigger than any circumstance we encounter. Greater is He who's in us than He that's in the world. And I just know, God, it's been great just to reflect on your goodness, your faithfulness. Some of the highlights we've had this summer on Revival Town podcast, the work you did in and through a bunch of teenagers at Mission Peoria. We know you've set up divine appointments for people to listen at the right time, the right episode, the right person. You have instilled hope within hearts. And I just pray that you will hold up arms and continue to move through this podcast and all of our friends and my best mate in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, mate. Thanks. Thank you. Well, thank you for listening to Revival Town Podcast this week. We will see you Next week, Chuck, let's give him a wave. All right. See ya. Next week, Monday. Thank you for listening to this episode of Revival Town Podcast. Make sure you're following us on social media and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information, head on over to RevivalTownPodcast.com. Sacrifice.